You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Bosses. Anna's here and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Today, I want to talk about legacy. And here are some interesting ways how you can leave a legacy completely free of charge to you and for your costs to others. So I think that we need to be a little bit more clear about what leaving legacy actually really means. And I think many people actually wrongly believe that leaving a legacy behind after their passing is something only very wealthy can do. But legacy is more than being a prominent donor to a museum or having your name be attached to a building or any of those things that that you see and hear in, in the movies, right, or on TV. Legacy is simply being the things by which your family actually remember. And I wanted to highlight this being because that's what it is. So it's not material, although material things are actually what I think most of us focus our attention on a lot. So here are some low cost or almost free ways that you can provide memories that your family will cherish for a lifetime. 
So I made a quick list and I'm going to go through that with you. Number one is to write personalized letters. They're free and they're easy. It just, you know, it takes a little bit of time for you to find this quiet space, sit down and write. It can be just on a simple piece of paper and just putting your thoughts on the paper. It really is. You can also be more creative and write it, you know, buy a card um, or, you know, maybe start keeping a journal. But these are the things that don't cost you much money, are almost free and really give you the space and opportunity to share your thoughts. I actually started doing um, just a little every year, only done it a few times now, but uh, for Liam's first birthday, for Liam's second birthday, and his third birthday, I specifically sat down and I bought a card, but then it, it, along with the card, um, I just wrote, you know, uh, just a, a few, it started with just a few sentences, but as he, as he growing up every year and things are so exciting and changing, I just write, I write simple notes, right? And that's what I give him, aside from a whole bunch of other toys and gifts. But I think over time, if he ever wants to go back and kind of look at, hey, what did my mom think, right? Or what, what, is she, what was she talking about? Or what was she involved in when I was growing up? I, I, I think it's a, such a, an awesome, awesome um, memory and legacy that you can live. Number two is to create video clips. Now, we all adults, even, you know, three-year-olds like my son who know how to use an iPhone can record videos. So it's easy, it's quick, and those are the things just like you would share in, in written letters or cards or, or journal, you could do video clips and it, it saves time and they can be digitalized, which is the world we live in. Same thing could be with number three on my list is creating a scrapbook or compiling photos. Now photos, of course, we know that a picture is worth a thousand words. and it could be done electronically. I know I have a few clients who actually are into scrapbooking and and and, and you know doing those things actually live and even attend uh, groups where where people are supported by, by that. But there are applications like Pinterest where where you can compile all of these photos and really create a story or a timeline. Even think about this. Even what you post on your social media, maybe it's with intention, um, Facebook or Instagram or whatever other channels you use. Think about and you look, go back, pull up your profile and look at your wall. That is on itself already a timeline, a history that's gonna be there for as long as you want. So, starting from that, you know, may be easier than actually sitting down and creating something like that. But do keep in mind that photos and images. And for example, I have to, had to buy actually now probably three times in the last three years extra storage on my phone because I'm running out of space for all the little quick videos or pictures I take. So there is a lot already you have. It's just maybe the matter of organizing. And something I want to say sort of in the middle of this conversation is I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. You're not obligated to, to do any of these. These are just ideas. You can just pick one. Start with one and see how far you get. Pick one that's easiest for you. If you're really handy with writing and that's your strong suit, do that. If you don't have time or you're not as excited about writing as I am, um, rather talk or do videos, do those. If you are really into pictures and you spend a lot of time, then do that. So it's really totally flexible. I'm just giving you some ideas. So my number four would be creating an audio recording. So just like videos, if you can just and there is an app on the phone, same one I'm recording this podcast on. Crank it up and start you know, talking. You could be driving in the car. You could be 
it could be really anywhere. And going back in time, right? What is the history of your life? Remembering your childhood and even just,、um, I actually just got an idea. Maybe instead of, and in addition, I shouldn't say instead of, I, write, I, I like to spend the time writing、uh, notes for Liam, but I can record short video and, and talk about, hey, this is how your you know, next year of life went. So oral stories are incredible and they're powerful and they can be listened. And understood by anyone. And it's also it's adding this additional layer of hearing your voice, right? Because to someone, it will bring comfort, joy, love, security, even if you're not, not here. Number five on my list is to create a cookbook. And I've been after my mom for so many years about mom, put your recipes. On the paper for me. And she most recently just visited us and, and stayed with us for whole months. And as you, you can imagine how、um, excited and happy we were、um, because every time I, I came home after work, there was first of all dinner cooked, but second of all, it obviously was awesome to, for her to be around. She's such a good cook, but even so, and I told her like almost every day, Mom, like give me this recipe. I, I think I can make it. I know what you do isn't anything crazy, but there's, you know, There's particular steps or ways that she does it. And she's like, Well, next time I'm, I'm cooking, you just need to stand next to me and just like write it down yourself or record a video. So I know that your family has things or you know, foods that they cook, particularly if it's a you know, mixed family or you come from a different culture like I do, right? My mom mostly cooks Russian dishes. So it would be awesome for me to make sure that I can recreate those. And so, document the steps, right? And maybe not necessarily writing it down. It could be a video or audio cookbook. But this is something that is definitely on my to do list. Number six is to set in motion, in motion a transition or tradition. Set in motion a tradition. So, what that means, and I personally started kind of practicing that. Um, with Yuri, you know, over the years, we've been married for 17 years. And so, find, think about your years. Think about where you spend holidays. Think about things that you do with your family. So, if your tradition in the family is to spend every Thanksgiving going somewhere, right? Or going, if you live across the country like I do, then, you know, would be visiting your family. What are some of the things that you do together with your loved ones? So, set that motion and make that tra- tradition. To be something that you really focus on. Because after a while, right, when we lose our loved ones, those are the things that could, stood out, could be sort of the highlight or can stand out the most because we can remember the moments and the time we spend together. I always think about legacy and, you know, talking about legacy and even in context of a financial plan because I do that a lot, right? And I, I am more on the technical side, even though I'm not an attorney, I don't create estate planning documents, but there's a lot of connection and correlation to the financial plan. So, right, a lot of times it ends up being numbers conversation, but it, it, to me, it's really what kind of memories you want to create that, that definitely going to last. Lifetime, right? For somebody and eternities for others. So, what is it that I mean? I think everybody can find, find and highlight something in their life that could become a tradition, and you can be more intentional with it next year and not just like, oh my gosh, we need to get on the plane now for another Thanksgiving dinner with my family. No, I think it helps you change the perspective、um, a little bit on it. And my last item is to, to really start talking about things that are important to you, sentimental items. What are some, some of the things that you really are in love with? It could be items, 
It could be particular set of things that you do. It could be it could be traditions in your family. But even if we get down to like material things here, and where I see a lot of it too is when clients share, oh, you know, I've received this inheritance from my family and my mom left me her jewelry or grandma gave me her, you know, trinkets or, you know, arts and paintings and things like that. It's really like, I don't know what they're worth. So it's really about looking at this at these items from the sentimental view because sometimes they may not have a whole lot of material value or financial value. But if you can kind of look at that and, and look at your life, you know, if you're closer, if you're older, right, nobody's closer to, to dying. That shouldn't be something I say. But looking at what's important to you, what means a lot to you, because that particular item or set of things has a, um, a lot of value and memory, decide what you want to do with it. If you want this to go to your, you know, kids, or if you want this to go to your friend, make it official. This is where the connection is between here are the things that we can do right in our lifetime to create a whole bunch of memories and 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 and, and have everybody have have that in their back, back pocket but at the end of the day we'll have to look at this from the legal standpoint and so if there is something that you really love and care about and you want to make sure the other person gets it put it in your will it's really simple estate planning documents which typically consist of a will some some states require trust you have durable power of attorney. This is if you get disabled and can't make decisions around your finances and a healthcare, advanced healthcare directive for healthcare decisions. That's it. So like, it sounds like it's very sophisticated, but it's really not. So these items that may mean a whole lot of value to you or their heirlooms, or they're, you know, being passed from generation to generation, you can list those items in your will and it specifically can be bequested to, to those people that you love so that nobody else, particularly the state that you live in, if you don't have any of this outlined, can decide what to do with them. So I hope this got you inspired. I hope this got you interested in, and creative with looking at these options and saying, all right, what do I want to do? What am I good at? And what do I have time for? But I think at the end of the day, I actually really highly, highly, highly recommend for you to consider and make sure that you've engaged a qualified estate planning attorney in your area. And there are a lot of services out there that also you can engage somebody online, doesn't matter where you where you live, but still a qualified estate planning attorney, whether they work in your backyard or they have an online business, to create these legal documents that I just mentioned, a will, a trust, durable power of attorney, healthcare directive, specifically to address these needs and make sure that this is formally done for you. And I promise you, the minute you create those documents, this is a typical objection. Oh, I'm too young, right? Or I'm not going to die. No, you're not going to die because of doing that. All you're going to do is make sure that you've expressed your wishes, make sure that you've, you've left that legacy that we've been talking about, and you made sure that your family is taken care of. So that's all I have for you today, money bosses. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're going to be doing. As I highlighted a few things, I'm definitely focusing on creating a family cookbook and recording more of the, the audios or videos for, for Liam particularly um, to kind of keep this interesting family tradition alive. Till next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone 
Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.